2: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations yeah this is jim crow on on steroids mm-hmm. what we're talking about
3: good evening within hours sydney will be in the grip of much tougher restrictions fairfield and canterbury bankstown will be sealed shut that's 900,000 residents who can't leave their area.
2: That's what local, state, federal administration is trying to do, to shove it down your throat. What are they shoving? The science?
1: That puts kids at risk. It's not aligned with public health guidelines. Uh, we know masks are not the most comfortable thing. I will say my kids are quite adjusted to them, as I know many kids are. Everybody should be wearing masks.
4: Uh, asa figlio per what's that mean? It's Italian, Alice. The language of love, if you didn't know.
5: Hmm. What's it mean?
4: Did you realize that Italian is one of the romance languages?
5: I had heard that, yes. Can you name the other four?
4: Yes, I can. Francesc, hmm mm-hmm.
5: and German. No.
4: Jadomkov.
5: Portuguese and Romanian.
4: I don't think that's true. I do. Uh, tajbua.
5: Is that Portuguese?
4: Yes. From my friend uh, Jose Viveros from the Senesta days, 1990 and in three. Nice. Was a very good friend of mine. Best friends probably. Went to the Red Hat just about every day and night. And then he got married. And then I moved hotels. And then 1994 happened. And then 1995 happened. And I haven't seen him since. Wow. Isn't it interesting how things just... <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Go away, and you leave friends like that uh, behind, or leave behind, or maybe he left me behind. What am I talking about? Like as if I've gone somewhere <laughs> exciting.
5: <laughs> I know he was uh, yeah. having a life, getting married, probably having kids, and doing fun stuff.
4: Yeah, and you he missed was, out sorry, on was, all
5: that until I came along.
4: Uh, sorry, it was Jose Vivieros from from Portugal. Came over with his dad, and uh, Jose had incredibly good hair. Incredibly good hair. He used to talk about say Tabas, Tabas, what are you doing? What are you doing, Tabas? <laughs> um and uh, instead of saying Let's go to the red hat, he said, What do you want to go red? Great guy, Jose Viveros. All those guys are great guys. All those guys. I'd love to see them all again. I just have to lose 150 pounds because if <laughs> the standards of um making fun of each other from nineteen ninety three still exist, I am dead meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What are you looking at?
5: I am uh, going to text our daughter to tell her to put the dog back in the kitchen because I hear her mom oh, is Dave here? downstairs. Oh, great. I hear his little footprints, that's why.
4: Oh, what happens is if Dave gets in, he will use the house as his bathroom up here. And so and that is because there is a more than somewhat uh, monstrous laundry pile in one of these rooms. Dave is more than happy to use that as his personal bathroom. And that makes me want to... Um, that makes me less than pleased with Dave, and then <laughs> Alice loses her temper, and then and you know Daddy hides happen. him
5: behind the car. And then... you know
4: what can happen yeah. uh, here? So Joe Biden, the big um, event last night was the town hall meeting. He, uh, it, it's, it's interesting by compared to other presidents we've had, it was astounding to see him answer questions last night.
5: It's astounding compared to him, Joe Biden, answering questions a year and a half ago.
4: Yeah, I agree. He he was not there last night for a lot of it. And when he was there, his questions were typical Biden stepping on rakes every five seconds. I mean, they're trying to do the vaccination thing, and the dude can't message factually about the vaccinations. But we'll start with him just fluttering away. I've
2: heard you speak about it because you always – I'm not being solicitous, but you – you're always straight up about what you're doing. Yeah. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are. Why can't the 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 experts say we know that this virus is, in fact, uh, um, uh, it, it, it's going to be. Uh, or excuse me, we, we we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently approved. Yeah. That's underway too. I expect that to occur quickly. Well, that means you mean for the FDA, for the FDA. Yeah, yeah Don.
4: Right, Don, Don
5: Lemon looked pretty worried here at the end of that answer because he was like, "Is this going to whole night yeah, going to be like this?"
4: But also the words, the many different words, and completely. Um, distorted and whiplashingly opposite um, sentiments that he that he uh, espoused there, Biden, were not discernible as one particular point. Oh, you mean the the FDA? That's what you mean? Uh, yeah. he might as well have said, oh, you mean one plus one equals two? Uh, yeah, I guess so. No, what we saw is a Biden derail. And and uh, and
5: just lose thoughts. Yes, and lemon try to put them back 30, together. Forty seconds. Yeah, uh, it it's a problem. I don't think it looks good internationally. I think when like Putin and she mm. see things like that, I think. I mean, I just I don't think it looks good. And Kamala is like not ready. There was just a poll recently that yeah most. I mean, like a majority of the country does not think she's ready to she's, be president, and
4: else she's not. She's not just not ready. She's not learning. <laughs> she doesn't care to learn. She today had a throwaway, um, a throwaway kind of photo spray with some people to talk about the Dreamers, the DACA thing, whatever, mm-hmm. and she had them in the vice president's official office. What I, I had never even heard of before she got around being at the White House, but Mm -hmm. it's very possible they made one for her so that she could see president. And she was absolutely vacuous. Just listen to this. Just listen to this. This is her welcoming the people in.
0: Good. Well, uh, it is my honor and pleasure to welcome these leaders to the official office of the vice president of the United States.
4: Oh, that office. To
0: have a very important conversation, a continuing conversation around the future of our country. That really is the topic. That truly is the topic. The topic of our conversation is the topic of who are we as a country, and the future of our country. And it is my privilege and pride to welcome you here today to talk about this. And let's be clear, and I don't have to tell the people at this table, um, if anyone wants to know who are our dreamers, let me tell you who they are. They include members of our military, They are college students. They are people that work in Fortune 500, Fortune 50 companies. They are the 200,000 at least frontline workers who saved the lives and protected the lives of people they didn't know. That's who are our dreamers.
4: And many arrived in their home, she's just winging it. Mm-hmm. It's so half-assed, it's so. But it, and and I understand there are times when you do have just impromptu BS sessions, mm-hmm. but she never gets better than this. That's it. Well,
5: yeah, and she. It's, it's like my she, pride and
4: prejudice to have you here. It's like whatever. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's like she thinks she can just coast because she's like pretty, and if she does serious voice and pauses in the right. Places that she will seem very thoughtful and serious. And it just, there's just no substance there. And she thinks that that's like a substitute for actually having something to say about something.
4: Yeah. So, but I just wanted to dip into that. It's just so vacuous. It's, you're right. But anyway,
5: (laughs) combined with uh, the president's performance last night it's a little worrisome because it's like no one's steering
4: the ship right, right now. and you say that about the, on the world stage how opponents might feel like g and and putin and, and anybody mm-hmm. and that, and what's unique and people could look back and they could say, "Well, Trump was um, you know making out with Kim Jong Un, and he really seemed to like put Putin in were they in Stockholm when when Trump."
5: I guess so. Mm, I
4: don't, uh, I don't remember. No, it's one that okay. it was it was somewhere over there. Uh, and there's it, but Trump, w- it, that wasn't undergirded with derision over your own country that we have now. Right. The Biden team's messaging is America bad. Yeah, a bad history. We're imperfect. We've got a lot to do to make up for our imperfection. We've been a source for oppression for centuries. We were built on oppression. They all. It, it, our own Secretary of State right. goes around saying this stuff, saying it's lambasting his own country. So you got him us lambasting us this weird self hatred mm-hmm. on the world stage, mixed with a doddering old guy who's fading. Mixed with this vacuous, um, you know, cold blue steel grin of hers that is th- with nothing behind it. So you can, my goodness, where is the soul of this administration? What is it, what is it about? Other than in, other than winding through different um, strands of social justice.
5: Well, and like. You say this about Trump, too, like that he was kind of nuts in his own way. But you never, like, wondered with Trump if he was lucid. Right. And that's, like, what freaks me out because it's like... I mean, yeah, sure, Trump might do something unpredictable, but that might even kind of be an asset on the world stage that, I mean, I think people knew not to screw with us because they didn't know what Trump might do if they did something because he wasn't afraid to go send a bunch of rockets somewhere or you know, kill, who he kill, Soleimani or whoever, you know? So, like, Trump was unpredictable, but he was unpredictable in a scary way, I think, to other countries, whereas this is just like uh, I mean, it doesn't seem like he has his faculties, which is upsetting. And I'm not trying to like make fun of Biden here because it's like we're past the point of it being humorous. I think really that he like can't string a sentence together.
4: Yeah, no, it's, I-
5: it's upsetting to watch it. It's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good. It's it's really like you know when you're with an older relative, I think we've all like been through that and they're just like, not grasping, not grasping what's going on and, uh, and not all there. And you just like feel embarrassed and horrible and upset. And like somebody at some point here, somebody's going to have to step in and like, he's going to have to resign. I would assume Ah. like, I mean, what is Jill doing?
4: Oh, I, I muted myself. That's why I wasn't making any noise. That's oh. right. Sorry about that. Sorry. Um, Here you go, Tom. You there? They're there? there. But there. that's... Um, yeah, and what is Jill doing? But also, you're right. And listen to this, just to, to illustrate more what you were saying about the world stage.
2: Folks, um, the rest of the world's wondering about us. Those of you who travel abroad, not a joke. Not,
4: not a not joke. Not a joke. Yeah, they are wondering.
2: You asked, you know, when I went to this G7, all the major d- democracies... I walked in, and I know a lot of them because of my role in the past. And they walk in, and I said, America's back. And they go, I'm serious. Heads of state. I give you my word as a Biden.
4: Said, as a Biden. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, you know, I give you my word as a Biden. And just if you need to look anywhere for honesty, look at Hunter. You know. Are you really back? I mean, how can I? We, we believe you, Joe. But will the country
2: ever get it together? I talked to she. Xi Jinping in China, who I know well. We don't agree on a lot of things. He's a bright and really tough guy.
4: And uh, first of all, a couple things about that. One, it's not a good sign when European countries are excited, G7 countries are excited. That the friendly American is back? Because Mm -hmm. that means that the socialist American... Yeah. It it, It
5: means we're going to be paying for their national security again.
4: Right. And that we're going to do Paris climate stuff and all the pet stuff that they love over there, which is not really in the DNA of the United States. As much as Europe wants us to be Europe, no thank you. Um, But... (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. Well, and he also just he also was just just blew up the messaging around the vaccines.
2: The the various shots that people are getting now cover that. They are you're okay. You're not going you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah.
4: That's crazy. And even your buddy um Wen just absolutely piled on him on CNN last night as mm-hmm. soon as he was done. She was Ripley- because he's screwing up the messaging.
5: Yeah, I mean, and it is, like, a small error. I think people who pay attention know what he means. Like, you're not going to probably get it as badly or whatever. But it does matter because if you have conversations with people who aren't sure about the vaccine or whatever, like, one of the things you hear a lot is from people who will say this, they'll say, like, oh, see, it doesn't work anyway. Look at all the vaccinated people who've got it. So it's all a lie. It doesn't work. And, like... Really, you expect there to be some infections. You just expect them to be like milder, which is what we've seen. And like, that's fine if it's expected. But if the president of the United States is going around and telling people that you're not going to get COVID at all, if you're vaccinated, then it leads people to incorrect conclusions about like how effective the vaccine is or whether or not they're being truthful. And it's a problem.
4: Yes, but it's all it's a problem, Alice, and also because it's just one of many inconsistent things. Mm-hmm. For instance, that that what's it called? The SARES uh website, whatever that is all SARS,
5: the vaccine, vaccine adverse right. event reporting system. Thing.
4: Right. Which just went to, like from twelve thousand deaths to six thousand deaths overnight. They essentially said that they had added in foreign deaths or whatever. It's just that there was a huge change. So once again, there's a huge change. And if you're somebody, if you get in the cab and a cab driver goes, all right, we're going to Fenway Park. I think it's uh, left here on Beacon Street. And then, no, no, you know what? It's the other way in Beacon. And, uh, wait, you know what? No, it was that way in Beacon. And then we'll go left on Arlington Street. And then, we, you know what we'll go do? We'll go... I
5: know Tom Shattuck isn't in the cab anymore at that well, point Oh, of course, in time. Obviously, <laughs> Tom-
4: obviously. I've either committed suicide in the cab or I have jumped out of the moving car. Uh, but then it says, okay, then we go right up Tremont Street, and then you're like, wait a second, that's a one-way. And it's, like, oh, no, 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 we, we don't go right on Tremont. There's been so much messaging and contradictory messaging now from everybody that, oh, you've, you've, you'd you you be crazy not to have lost faith right. in them. And there comes a time when you say, okay, I see, they don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's not uncommon. And, you know, maybe it's even forgivable with a -a once-in-a-lifetime pandemic, but unfortunately, some of the inconsistencies have been purely political and have been manipulative.
5: And, like, I put a lot on Fauci with this stuff, too, especially around the vaccine messaging and whatever, because, and, you know, how they're always saying, like, oh, Trump made the vaccine, Trump was always for the vaccine. Pretty much and it, I think that he would have been probably more enthusiastically a booster of the vaccine had Fauci uh, made an attempt to give him credit for it earlier on and like pump it up in conjunction with Trump while Trump was still there in office. That this was going to happen and not constantly be undermining his messaging that it was coming and it was going to be a success. Trump boosted the vaccine. By himself all through 2020 and you can say it was just because he wanted to be reelected or whatever, but everybody undermined that message Mm -hmm. and he was exactly on point about the entire timeline of the whole thing. He said it would be available to everybody by April. He said it would start rolling out by the end of the year. That's all accurate. That's all what happened. And it didn't happen because Biden came into office. We were already on pace to do that when Trump left office. And if the other people had been less concerned about getting him out of office and more concerned about making sure that that vaccine, when it was here would not be seen as political. They could have not cast doubts on it then. They could have promoted it with Trump then. They could have had Trump out there saying, you know, like that COVID thing was tough. I went through it. You don't want to go through it. And, you know, you can avoid it if you take this vaccine. It's never been done before. Operation Warp Speed. This is incredible what we've accomplished. And if he'd been backed up in that message by Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks and jerome adams and all the other people who hemmed and haunt well i don't know if jerome adams hemmed and haunt early on but lots of people pushed back on his Mm -hmm. his projections for the timeline and everything and in ways that made the vaccine look suspicious saying oh it's never been done this fast i don't trust it he's rushing it it's a rushed try it's not going to be ready right like that's the type of thing that now makes people, you're putting that out there in the universe that this vaccine was rushed. And then, you know, you turn around a few months later and say, "Oh no, it's definitely not rushed. We definitely went all through the safety things." Well, you know, you had a chance to be consistent with that well, message, but you had to hurt Trump more right. than and, you and had to. And every time you
4: have somebody saying that the vaccine, we got to be patient about this, that probably it's going to be 2021 or at least later till we get it. Mm-hmm. And Fauci saying it could be a year or two, whatever. Every time Trump said that he's heard that we'll have it in, in, in 2020, mm-hmm. he was lambasted. And they would bring in expert after expert on CNN and everything else saying how dangerous this was and how no vaccines don't work like that and it's going to take a lot more. Uh, and so people listen to that and they say, okay. Oh, so they can't do it. So, all right. Mm-hmm. You're right. And I mean-
5: I know people
4: think that we're just, like,
5: being political towards Trump instead of against him or whatever, that we're trying to, like, get some sneak attack on Kamala because she said she wouldn't take it. But, like, I mean, people that I know that are against the whole vaccine thing still send me these quotes from these people. Dr. Offit, who's a noted vaccine doctor who eventually got the vaccine and has become a big booster for it. Like... He was quoted as saying that this was too rushed and he wouldn't take this one like back last year. And I still have people send me that. See, this doctor who's for vaccines said he wouldn't take it. I bet he never even got it. I bet he got a fake one like that's the type of stuff that. It comes back to haunt you and they had a chance to get the messaging right, but you only get one chance. You know, it's so, so difficult to re-earn that trust after you just throw it away on trying to get Trump out of office. It's just not worth it. I don't know. It's a whole frustrating thing. But I've like I've just been so annoyed lately with the messaging altogether. All around, around the vaccine, because this, like, sense of joy that some people seem to have, that people they don't like are dying of COVID mm-hmm. because they didn't get the vaccine, really, really bothers me. It
4: mind. really, it, well, it exposes immediately the character of people. When Herman Cain died, it was, ah,
5: ha, 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 ha. look at that, see? And I see? mean... That's already bad, but at least Herman Cain's a public figure. Mm-hmm. But this is, like, directed towards just people out living their lives. I mean, there was a, a Republican woman in Massachusetts at Cape Cod that... um She was, like, against the vaccine and had Facebook posts against it. She was sort of a Republican activist and had been on the board of selectmen in her town. But, you know, she wasn't a nationally known figure. Well, her name trended on Twitter after she died of COVID. And all her Facebook pages, because I have a lot of mutual friends with her, all her Facebook pages were just filled, comment after comment after comment on every Public post cartoons of graveyards and people laughing and making fun of her. I mean, like, can you imagine what that's like for her family? Like, it's just it's really ghoulish and it's terrible. And if you feel the need to go to somebody's personal Facebook page after they die and post a lot of memes and jokes about how funny it is that they're dead. I seriously think you need to go rethink your life. Because
4: if somebody does that, that's the person they always were. Mm -hmm. They can have all the odd signs they want and try to pretend that they care and empathize for people they all over the place, but that's the real person they are. That ugly person's the way they are. Now,
5: to be fair, to be fair, if we're going to both sides this, uh, I have seen people also dunking on Ben Shapiro's sister because she had a miscarriage after she got the COVID vaccine. Yeah. Can't believe you're still out here shilling this junk after you killed your own baby. Like, yeah. Wow.
4: That's classy. So
5: people are... There's gross people everywhere. It's not exclusive to Democrats. But if you just, if you feel the need to dunk on somebody over, you know, either their death or their child's death or whatever, just, wow, just refrain. Just uh, take it back a notch and go, like, go mow the lawn or do something else instead of doing that. Because I promise you, it's not a good use of your time. And it's just, it. I don't know. It bothers me. And then the other people that bother me, these are the other people on my list lately, are doctors who just lie.
6: Hmm.
5: And there seem to be a lot of them lately. I don't know what's in the air, but there's a whole bunch of doctors that now, I mean, like, I guess they just got addicted to it during the pandemic when everybody was like, thank you, doctors and nurses, and you're so important and special and wonderful and, like, amazing. You're heroes and da-da-da. Like... And, you know, posting selfies of themselves with the marks on their faces from the masks and getting called heroes on social media or whatever. And there's some people that just, like, can't seem to let go of that sense of celebrity. So they feel the need to post uh, pretend fear porn, like, headline things on social media or tell them to credulous journalists and then have it go viral. And, you know, and it never gets corrected. Wait
4: a corrected. second. Is that thing, did that not happen, A thing with the doctor? Which thing Thing you sent me yesterday?
5: The um... can I have the
4: can I have the vaccine now? Sorry, it's too late.
5: Uh, so somebody looked into it, yeah. So this woman, oh this my doctor, God, this has, been has this big um, thing about. She had this huge article about how like there's all these people in her hospital dying of COVID now, and she has to tell them it's too late. And she really wants to, you know, like not feel bad for them because it was their own choice. But somehow she still kind of does feel bad for them as they lie there dying, unable to see their relatives.
4: They usually yes, they, mm-hmm. they imagine so, some photos. Somebody, and sick. not a,
5: not the reporter who did the piece or anything like that, but somebody on twitter looked up the numbers which are public in her state and there are currently seven icu patients in the hospital for covid at her hospital total
4: yeah so yeah. Oh, i mean the healthcare professionals and doctors have been terrible and that is gross obviously too and it, 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 so
5: but she's famous now her face is plastered right. everywhere for you know Her heroism in caring for these people Who didn't care enough about themselves Of which are seven total So if she's the doctor for all of them I guess Then I don't know But uh, there's not that many of them And uh, there was another one A doctor in England Dr. Katie whose Twitter account is now locked Tweeted this was uh, yesterday She tweeted uh, No pediatric intensive care beds In the entire country This evening I repeat, there are no pediatric intensive care beds in the entire country. They're all full in the whole country, in all of the UK. There's just no pediatric intensive care beds available. So her comments were full of parents freaking out. Oh my gosh, my kid has epilepsy. I don't know what we'll do if something happens, blah, blah, blah. She's like on purpose scaring mm-hmm. the bejesus out of people. And then wow, a is... bunch of people commented back. They're like, um, I'm an... A ICU doctor, pediatric ICU doctor, and uh, last time I checked, my hospital does not have any COVID-19 patients in pediatric intensive care units at all. We are busy with some other respiratory viruses, but not COVID-19, another doctor says. This is not true. Pediatric intensive care is busy, but beds are available. Your child will always get pediatric intensive care. Please don't let this scare you.
4: Like Wow, just just throwing it out there. I mean, that is talking about going for a Hail Mary.
5: Yeah, just scare the parents. Right.
4: Crazy
5: What's going
1: through your mind isn't this also proof that no
4: one no one is immune from the fever? Two
1: more hogs got the fever.
4: Nobody. It doesn't matter what credentials you have. Mm -hmm. That that the this brain fever that's going around that has twisted people, starting with Trump, continuing with the COVID, is something that, that doesn't matter how smart or your station in life, doesn't matter. It can get anybody.
5: It's crazy. I tweeted one earlier. I forget if I tweeted this last night or this morning, but um, this was an article from a local news station in Missouri. Again, these reporters, I don't know what they think their job is, if it's just to print things random people say to them or what, but uh, this headline from WDSU in Missouri, a nurse in Missouri says she's seen more COVID-19 deaths in the last two weeks Than in the past six months. Two weeks. She's seen more deaths (laughs) in the last two weeks than in the last six months.
4: That is.
5: (laughs) I was curious. So I looked it up and there were like on average 50 to 100 people dying in Missouri of COVID per day six months ago. And now it's like basically down to zero. There's like virtually the, I Mm. think the, the average is, like...
4: Not where she works.
5: It's, like, seven, the seven-day rolling average or something. It's low. It would be... It's, like, statistically impossible for her to be seeing. And, like, what is the reporter doing? Why? I mean, I told you, like, how we had a friend that said this, that a mom who's a doctor a karate class was freaking out the parents yes. they there just overrun with Delta variant.
4: Oh, my like, God.
5: I mean... And she's like, what do you say then, back?" And I would say, I would just pull up the state COVID dashboard and say there's 100 people in the whole state that are in the hospital with COVID right now. Like, I'm very sorry for the people that are suffering from this. But thank goodness there's just not that many of them anymore. It's terrible that some people are still going through that. But, like, I mean, like, what do you say? Because these things are just lies. And, like, I don't understand why a reporter wouldn't challenge that. Right? Like, you've worked in newsrooms. Talk to me. Like, what? Yeah. As an editor, does your editor not go like, okay, let's just really quick, like, she says she's seen more deaths in the last two weeks than she was she had seen over the previous six months. Like, let's just look up the numbers and, like, get a little, like, extra foundation it for that. should be in there
4: somewhere, absolutely, definitely.
5: And it, it's just, like, an absolute lie. There's, it's. I mean, because then wouldn't you turn around and go back to your source and say, like, so I'm seeing these numbers. Are you like having a really localized surge or like what what are you seeing that we're not seeing in the state's official numbers right now? Yes. Because it doesn't look like that's accurate. No,
4: no, it was,
5: no. Just put it in as a headline. What she said as the quote. That's it. That's the headline. Well,
4: but also, I mean, we're see, we're seeing this uh, from from all levels in not only in. Oh, man. What was that?
5: Something just fell down.
4: Yeah, I got that. I'm gonna Sally. Keep going to text Sally. What was that? Um, but uh, what is it? 2019. Sorry, I'm just looking for. Oh, here we go. So, but listen to this answer from Jen Psaki to a question today. And you tell me if she's being honest or dishonest. Uh,
6: Florida Governor DeSantis was talking about mask mandates for kids uh, earlier this morning. And he said, we're not doing that in Florida. We need our kids to breathe. We need our kids to be able to be kids. He said it's terribly uncomfortable for them to do it. That obviously goes against the CDC guidance Mm -hmm. for kids under 12 who aren't vaccinated. And what the president said last night, is that putting kids in Florida at risk?
1: Well, as a parent myself, and I know you are one, if I were a parent in Florida, that would be... Greatly concerning to me. Uh, Because kids under the age of 12 are not vaccinated. They're not eligible yet. As the President said last night, obviously it's going to be led by the FDA, but certainly we hope that will be soon. Uh, But that puts kids at risk. It's not aligned with public health guidelines. Uh, We know masks are not the most comfortable thing. I will say my kids are quite adjusted to them, as I know many kids are. Uh, So certainly we would have concern about any step that doesn't abide by public health guidelines, and we think it puts people at greater risk.
4: She said that that puts kids at risk. Risk, not having mm-hmm. a mask. Risk for what? Yeah. At risk for what?
5: Because this is less dangerous to kids than the regular seasonal flu is. Right. It's certainly it, less dangerous for kids than RSV is, which is all over the country right now. Respiratory syncytial virus, which is something that um, they always warn you about when you have a baby because it's a really dangerous respiratory virus for little kids. And like so because she, we were all shut in for right. a year, it's now like the doctors are having a huge year for RSV. So
4: she That is an absolute falsehood, she mm-hmm. just said right there. That is a lie. She said it puts kids at risk. Yeah. That is a lie. But then again, you're going to have doctors who hear this who get the signal and say, "Okay, that's right." Okay, let me color the background, color this in for people. The mm-hmm. ICUs are full. Okay, so that yeah. let me reinforce Saki. The ICUs are full, even though they aren't full. Kids are not at risk for this f- freaking thing. It's one
5: of the things that we've known about this the longest.
1: There were the articles that about could this say in March,
4: and this a hole press corps doesn't say, whoa, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" Say that again. You're saying that the children of the United States, the eighty million, how many of there are mm-hmm. of the United States? Are at risk of death from COVID. Clarify that immediately, but they don't. And you know why?
1: Is there no. going to be ice cream in Cincinnati. Graders ice cream yeah, or raspberry to ship? Ice cream. I, don't, ice cream. I don't. I don't think so. But we'll have to. I don't know. <laughs> now I really want. I'm sure he. He's aware of it.
4: <laughs> because they want an ice cream. Mm-hmm.
5: They want nice Jen just... to take them out for ice cream. It's also incredible to me because she's. I believe. The press secretary who's supposed to speak for the Biden administration, (coughs) not like as Jen, who's a mom, who's would be scared if she lived in Florida. Like, they don't all show up there to talk to you because you're Jen, the fun mom of whatever her kid's name is. right? Well, I
4: think they do. I mean, that's a way of making (laughs) sure that it's not a follow up question as well. You're a mom, too. We're moms. okay? let's bond here. Yeah, I say like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna scribble out some bulb bleep here, who and-
5: cares. The point isn't to ask a question about mask mandates from your buddy Jen. The point of the asking the question here in the White House briefing room is to ask the press secretary for the Biden administration you know how they're handling policy questions on masks for kids in school right, and that's that's the question. I don't care I don't need to read in the Associated Press about Jen's opinion on masks masks she's not a doctor she hasn't read the studies like what why do I care what we need from her is just to explain to us the Biden administration policies uh,
1: Dr.
4: Leanna Wen, who we've talked about, not surprisingly, mm-hmm. is absolutely on board. So if
1: you're going to the grocery store and the grocery store doesn't have the capacity to enforce a, some kind of proof of vaccination, then they have to say that indoor masking needs to apply mm. because we don't know who's vaccinated and who's not. The same thing for schools. Schools, you can't expect the teacher in every school to be asking, well, you're not wearing a mask, so are you vaccinated or not? And so if that's the case, everybody should be wearing masks. But I could imagine there are already concert venues or workplaces that are saying, right. "If you are not vaccinated, you're, you can't come, or you have to get a negative test." And that's what's needed in order to really mm-hmm. incentivize vaccines at this point.
4: We don't know who's lying, and who's not. Yeah, it doesn't matter that a big portion of the country's been vaccinated, and that the worst is absolutely over. No, people could be lying about the about the vaccinations. Mm-hmm. We don't know for sure. This what is what we
5: do know for sure, though, is that there is not a lot of risk to vaccinated people or to children or to virtually anybody else from unvaccinated people. The only people they're really putting at risk are themselves, which is I mean, you can have your opinion about that. I would suggest not to take it out on their relatives on Facebook after they die, but right. um it that there's no reason to like make them one unvaccinated person at a concert with 500 vaccinated people is posing a risk to absolutely no one. There's no reason for it.
4: Right. It, but there's still, still this disdain. How dare you? Oh, my God. This elitist disdain, which is what the CBS cut mm-hmm. is that we have of this guy named Scott Rowe, who's in the hospital, who, um, who had COVID, mm-hmm. who's being released now. And in CBS... They want him to get vaccinated. Yeah. Why aren't you getting vaccinated? He just got done having a natural vaccination from getting <laughs> COVID. But listen to this, uh, how this goes. This is the CBS guy talking to him while he's still in his bed. Scott Rowe is one of them.
2: Here I am recovering, getting out of here finally tomorrow. Am I going to get a vaccine? No.
4: Um, Why not?
2: Because there's too many issues with these vaccines.
3: This fa-
4: But before we go any further... There was a time mm-hmm. when you would never ask why not because, you know, he had already had the disease. Yeah. Because it's over. He He's already had
5: immune it. now. Yes. He's fine. He already had COVID. He's one of the ones who doesn't need the vaccine right. now.
4: But CBS is not
2: pleased. Father, former baseball coach, small business owner, and hunter caught COVID and then he developed pneumonia. Before you got sick, if you would have had a chance to get the vaccine and prevent this, would you have taken the vaccine? Nope. So you'd have gone through this i've gone through this yes sir don't shove it down my throat that's what's local state federal administration is trying to do to shove it down your throat what are they shoving the science
4: no yeah what is it shoving the science on your f- throat stupid ass they're shoving the fact that that's their agenda the agenda is to get you vaccinated. You know who Mr. Scalise is?
2: I know who Steve Scalise is
4: very well. Roe, who is a Republican. Yeah, we yeah. get it. So, and this is the whole thing. Get a vaccine. Vaccine, But I've, I've already had the disease. But they're not... I mean, this sh- story should be dead. They should have to find somebody else for this. Because this is a guy who's already had COVID. Yeah. But they needed somebody who would say, no, because government's trying to push it on me. So they said, all right, just use the COVID guy. But... He's not an example of what they're looking for.
5: Right.
4: It's so crazy, but still this thing. No, why don't you have it? Put, uh, you want to see the needle in your arm. You do it too. It's not about. Tucker, are you vaccinated? Yeah, I want to see I want to see it in your arm, says Stelter, with his <laughs> fangy grin, Cheshire grin, creepy grin. I want to see it. I want to see all the Fox people get vaccinated. I found it inspiring in Rachel Maddow, this is not about vaccines <laughs> or health. This is a mental thing. This is saying that you need to do this. And by the way, else, if you don't get... If you, by the way, now that Saki has said Mm -hmm. that you're putting our kids at risk for not having them in masks... Mm -hmm. If you post on Facebook that kids don't need masks... You're putting kids at risk. Well, no. You'll be flagged. Saki has proclaimed that kids are at risk. So if you say that they aren't on Facebook... No, they're going to find that a problematic thing that will be flagged to Facebook. Absolutely. They don't want other... Hold on one second.
5: Yes? <sighs> Are they okay? What is going on? What is the thing? He pushed the stuff off of the top of the thing by okay. the So he made a mess and he won't clean up. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's crying. And I won't.
4: I literally pinned him to the ground. Okay. Okay. All right. it's not like you, we're rolling here, Sally. So listen. Okay. We have evidence okay. now
5: that he scratched, the he scratched the you.
4: Okay. Okay. That's great. Okay. okay. So, so, all right. So, so, and that whole thing that they are—they control Facebook now, they'll decide what mm-hmm. the truth is. You'll just have to deal with it. And it, it's based on nothing. And that's that brings me to... This I don't think we had this yesterday, did we? Uh, no. Jacinda Ardern of New Zealand.
5: No, we didn't play her.
4: She's the PM, Prime Minister of New Zealand, and she's also now in part of the new panic. You've heard all the stuff uh, from the from the um, Hawaii person or the Hawaii person, the uh, Australian person, health person uh, who went nuts. And said, you can't be friendly in the grocery store. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't stop and chat to your friend. No more friendliness. No more this. No more that. We heard from her yesterday. So that's psycho, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this is just Cinder Ardern. Now, similarly, social media, she's worried. She wants you to go one place for information, just one place and one place only.
6: We will share with you the most up to date information daily. You can trust us as a source of that information. Uh, You can also trust the Director General of Health and the Ministry of Health. For that information, do feel free to visit at any time to clarify any rumour you may hear, covid19.govt.nz. Otherwise... Dismiss anything else. Dismiss anything We else. will continue to be your single source of truth. We will provide information frequently. We will share everything we can. Uh, everything you are, else you see, um, a grain of salt. Uh, and so I really ask people to focus so on was that. The most example of that appears to be this text, which originated in Malaysia and has kind of.
4: This is a kiss-ass member of the media.
6: A, has become a viral hoax in Australia and in New Zealand. How irresponsible is it the people that are sharing that news of a lockdown imminent?
4: How terrible are they to not trust you as their only source for truth
6: new Zealand, yeah and, and look that's the kind of thing that adds um, to the anxiety that people feel so i continue to share the message new zealanders must prepare but do not panic, prepare. And and when you see those messages, remember that unless you hear it from us, um, it is not the truth. And I really ask people, just visit um, uh, covid19.govt.nz. It has all of the up-to-date information and we will continue to provide everything you need to know.
4: That's right. The health ministry is the truth, and this other minister is the truth, and I I have the truth. We're the only ones. Dismiss every other input into you. If
5: we didn't say it, it's not true. That's incredible that she actually said that.
4: Yes. Talk about, I hate to say it, but Orwellian. Yeah. Actually saying it. The ministry of truth, right there, Believe nobody else. If you find something else that's not from us, send it to us. Mm Mm-hmm. Holy hell! Now this is Channel Nine News in Sydney. We didn't have this yesterday, did we?
3: No.
4: You saw, okay. Channel Nine I did, News I in send Sydney. It to you. Okay. Holy hell! Good
3: evening. Within hours, Sydney will be in the group of much tougher restrictions. The premier clamping down on the stubborn Delta outbreak with what she's calling a no regrets policy. And this is why. From a record 82,000 tests, the state today recorded 111 cases and tragically the third COVID death in this outbreak, a man aged in his 80s from the city's southeast. Across Greater Sydney, retail shops will now close. A small list of essential stores can remain open. Construction sites across the city shut down.
4: Why? A hundred
5: and eleven positive tests out of 80,000 right.
4: out hold of 80,000. I know it, that's ridiculous because nothing's bad happening there. Really. <laughs> Nothing bad is happening. But why are construction sites closing? I don't understand. Is this like the movie on the beach from the late fifties with David Niven where there's nuclear holocaust and going on in the world and finally the nuclear crowd re- reaches Australia and kills him. It's like, this is crazy. What are we doing? No more construction
3: And from midnight tonight, 110 suburbs across Liverpool, Fairfield, and Canterbury-Bankstown will be sealed shut. That's Ah. 900,000 residents who can't leave their area, even for work.
4: There you go. Sealed shut. Can you imagine that? Sealed shut. Imagine that. My precinct, sorry, I'm in Precinct 21. We've been sealed shut. (laughs) Can't go anywhere. I was thinking, Alice, isn't this... generation weren't they raised on dystopian movies w- weren't they shouldn't they be saying wow this seems very familiar right now
5: i think the they world... apparently liked them for the wrong reasons i guess
4: yeah i guess so by the way a guy named jamie b on t- twitter uh has tweeted us about this messaged mm-hmm. us saying if you guys want an aussie's account from this absolute uh fares over the I over what i
5: think it? he's saying farce
4: oh farce over here more than happy to jump on for a chat. Didn't he say that he wasn't? He didn't get to see Yeah, his... that was
5: in a comment.
4: Okay, that was right. He said he, he's, he's locked away from his... He's sealed yeah. shut and away from his girlfriend?
5: Uh-huh, and his kid.
4: Freaking ridiculous. For like Rid- five
5: weeks, he hasn't been able to see them because he has to work six hours away while she's in school, and he can't... He's, he's not allowed shot. to go on his, he's in pre- on the his wrong days pre- off to visit them this because is... he's sealed shut, even though it's... To his house.
4: This is crazy. How, how do, we've actually managed to push ourselves into a dystopian movie—we're actually doing it. That's how unoriginal and boring. That's how it, this all ended up. Incredible. It's just—it's just absolutely, absolutely incredible. Uh,
5: so uh, yeah, did we miss anybody that we were supposed to talk about from your open? Did you look through your cuts?
4: Do we it? Would you, would you like to hear it uh, dry, Alice? Oh, let's go through sure, here. let's, see let's we hear it
2: we You're not going to get COVID if you have these
4: vaccinations. Yeah.
2: This is Jim Crow on on steroids. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about.
4: You- I played that, but I didn't. I I, I figured it, we get that. We've heard it. Redundant. You're not going to get oh, COVID if you have these
2: vaccinations. Yeah. This is Jim Crow on on steroids. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about.
3: Good evening. Within hours, Sydney will be in the grip of much tougher restrictions. Fairfield and Canterbury-Bankstown will be sealed shut. That's 900,000 residents who can't leave their area.
2: That's what's local, state, federal administration is trying to do, to shove it down your throat. What are they
3: shoving? The science?
1: That puts kids at risk. It's not aligned with public health guidelines. Uh, we know masks are not the most comfortable thing. I will say my kids are quite adjusted to them, as I know many kids are. Everybody should
4: be... What a sick thing to say.
1: I, I know my- parents who say yeah. that, and it disturbs oh, they, they're me beaming. every time They're I beaming.
4: Oh, yeah, no, she loves it. Okay, she loves wearing a filter on her mouth all day? Good for you. Yeah. Great. Great. My God. You know, you could, uh, you could, um, what's that thought? What are the Chinese used to do to feed? To binding? Make right. You could do that too. And, the, and a child could be so about to it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's absolutely crazy. There's one thing that I just want to get to. This is also where we are now. This is just one thing from Connecticut. <clears throat> the, Police in Connecticut, Connecticut like everywhere mm-hmm. else, they started to do social justice stuff 10 years ago. They closed all the facilities. Yeah. Now kids are stealing cars. Kids, teenagers, are stealing cars, mm-hmm. uh, giving the cops a finger. Cops can't really pursue them because of social justice reasons and uh, hands, uh, police laws from last year because George Floyd, the Connecticut police, now can't do anything. And so they're just taking it. And now these kids are going to, into Tony's suburbs and stealing cars, finding cars that are running when people run into places. Grabbing those, or finding keys in cars, throwing bricks through windows, stealing stuff, etc. And they're overrun. And so, let me just uh, read this to you. A police in Manchester, Connecticut, have issued a warning to residents as the city sees a recent rise in car break-ins. According to Manchester police, officers have re- responded to 28 reports within within the last two weeks of vehicles that have been burglarized. Further investigation revealed that a total of 45 vehicles were impacted. Um, listen to this investigators are um, cautioning residents not to approach anyone that may be breaking into your or someone else's vehicle. I mean... In other words, just watch it and let it happen.
5: Yeah, don't do anything. Don't
4: do anything whatsoever. Don't intervene whatsoever. There's a woman in Glastonbury, Connecticut, who a couple couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. saw kids running, messing with her car in her driveway. She opened the door and said, Hey, what are you doing? They shot at her. Yeah. And then ran. So now the police are saying this is this is the sh-
5: Their solution is- to the problem now is just don't do anything
4: about is it. Is to shut down. To seal yourself off. <laughs> That's it what it is. Seal I mean, yourself or- off from the situation. Seal yourself off from COVID. Seal yourself off from any of these things that are coming down the road now.
5: Or like look at the guy, the Uber driver in DC, Anar, who was killed by those two girls stealing his car. It's like I mean you don't expect people around you, like the people that you we pay to for public safety, supposedly, to say the only solution to people stealing your stuff is for you just to stand back so you don't get hurt.
4: But but now but we do but that's yep. what
5: it is. Or you might end up dead.
4: Not yep, that's the default. They're expected, these punks and thugs are expected to do that and we're not gonna do anything about it. So yes. you need to adjust your life. Adapt to it. Mm-hmm. by stealing yourself off from it that's it congratulations my god what a what a world this is what a world this is
5: thank you so much everybody uh, Not oh, weird.
4: go ahead okay good because i want to end on a happy note anyway. okay
5: so i wanted to ask you you need to update the people you use the bike today
4: I didn't how use the is bike it today? I, it, the, it was great today, as a matter of fact. It's, got, it's, a little, it's got some dents and some scrapes <laughs> in there from being dragged 35 feet like you did, did when you were drunk with a tree trunk. Yes, not drunk. Yes, uh, it, but um, but I, I received what I call an ad hominem attack, Alice, during the show.
5: An ad today. hominem?
4: An ad hominem attack okay. during the show today from one, uh, I would call it, Jerry Callahan. Who said time to lose the bike and start start running anyway, big man? She did you a favor for destroying the bike. The five k is less than two months away. Wow! So there you go. That is a threat, uh, uh, along with an ad hominem an attack. Uh, your collaborator, who told you and paid you, I assume, to run over my bike, <laughs> Jerry Callahan.
5: Uh, anyway, you could go check that out On Twitter, we are at Burn Barrel Pod We're also on Facebook.com Burn Barrel Podcast, burnbarrelpodcast.com You can email us Podcast at gmail.com Or find us on YouTube, Tom Shattuck's Burn Barrel over there We're also on uh, Patreon and Locals, and uh, you can check Out those as well
3: Say la vie.